So welcome to episode number 38 of The Space in Between. And today we're taking a break from sharing stories of others. And it's just you and me today. <laughs> I'm going to share a little bit that what I've been working on and maybe can be of service for you and your path. Uh, but before we do that, a couple of things happening in Nomadland. So tomorrow is Wednesday, July 17th. It's our last day for our early nomad special for our retreat in Belize. So I went there last year. It was so special. We decided to do it again. And this time I'm co-teaching with Becca Roberts of Namastasis and Fishkill, uh, the yoga studio Fishkill in Fishkill, New York. And she was on a few weeks ago. You can go and learn a little bit more about Becca. But we are going back to Belize, November 17th through the 22nd. And this place is really a really unique space because the island is its own private island. <laughs> uh, this little key in the Belize Barrier Reef, uh, the property has, you know, it's small, so it's just for the workers and the guests. And you just have to experience it. And, you know, they, not, on, not only are we doing yoga every day, but we're going to go snorkeling in the Belize Barrier Reef. And we will also explore explore other ways. Uh, so you'll have lots of opportunities to go kayaking and paddle boarding and eating really great seafood. And it's just a really wonderful place. So if you're interested, I definitely suggest saving your spot because they are filling up and we want you to save some money. So go on, go on over to nomadalwaysathome.com. You can find out more about that. And yeah, and also this week, Thursday, the 18th, yeah, we will be um, hosting our information session at Bar, Body, and Soul for our 200 hours. So we're doing 200 hours and beyond. So you're getting a really solid foundation of the 200 hours of yoga teacher training. It's Yoga Alliance approved. We are already aligned with their higher standards they just set. Uh, I'm a been and have been a 500 hour ERYT yoga teacher. So that means that I have an experience to, to lead these trainings. I've been experienced since I think it was 2010 when I got that title. <laughs> and we are, our full 200 hours are with, you know, contact hours with me or, or one of our nomad teachers. So it's a foundational teaching. You can teach yoga after this, but then also we're giving you two extra weekends of tools that will take you beyond. And it's a really, I'm really excited to be offering this in a slightly different way. And uh, if you're interested in diving into the world of teaching yoga, definitely highly recommend this training specifically for you. Uh, we're accepting applications. And again, our information sessions happening this Thursday. July 18th at Bar, Body, and Soul at 6.30 p.m. And you can also just go over and apply or send me an email if you have any questions over at nomadalwaysathome.com. We have just a few spots still opened because we are limiting it to 10 people to give you a really special, unique experience and get a lot of personal time. So yeah, go apply or come for the information session. And the other thing that we're doing is Bali. I will be leading a Movement 109 and Breathwork uh, retreat in Bali, March 2020. And I will also, we'll also have yoga in there too, and lots of 
wonderful things involving with the culture of Bali. So that's happening over at nomadalwaysathome.com. And so now let's talk about what I want to talk about. Uh, This idea of expectations and reciprocity. So I'm pretty sure I've shared at some point uh, during this podcast how I, you know, I kind of go through my process of working with a mantra as I go through journaling and, and then I come up with something based on whatever I'm going through a mantra to work with just to, you know, set, set an intention. And so one of my intent, my mantras has been for the past number of years is set intention, let go of expectations. And I feel like I've been doing a pretty good job, but universe usually, you know, when I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job, universe usually gives me a little challenge to make sure that I'm, I'm still on the path. Uh, so this past spring and summer, as I shared with you, I gave up my apartment uh, completely. I was going to sublet it and then I decided, no, we're going to get rid of it completely. And I really went into it with no expectations. I thought, okay, I've done this work. I have a really good support system. Um, I know what my intention is out of this, right? There were a couple of intentions. So one being that I'm looking to make myself a little bit more uh, mobile. Yeah, I think that Nomad and myself definitely have some sort of roots in the Hudson Valley, but I have been for the past number of years wanting to explore beyond this. And so I've been looking at various places and I'm just thinking that this is the end of this year is the plate, the time it is the time to really take the leap. <laughs> so I felt that if I left my apartment, yeah, left my stability of home, then that's going to be the kick in the ass that I need. <laughs> so that was one intention was to just move somewhere else or have some sort of setup where I can live here part-time and travel or be somewhere else, uh, another, you know, part-time. So that was one intention. The other intention was, the other intention was to make myself just a light, slightly bit uncomfortable, um, so that I could experience connection on a different level. You know, I think that Living by myself these past handful of years, you know, after my divorce, uh, I became very comfortable in a lot of ways. I think I was a bit uncomfortable to start with living by myself. I mean, I love my alone time, but I felt often felt lonely. Um, But then, you know, the past year or two, I've become very comfortable living by myself. And to a point that I feel like maybe I wasn't staying as connected as I wanted to be. Uh, with people that are important to me. So I felt that maybe letting myself open up and being a little bit vulnerable with my support system, like my friends and my family in a situation where I have to, yeah, I really have to lean on them in some way that will make me, you know, connect on a deeper level. And so that has been a really wonderful surprise, you know, even more beyond what I was, I was sort of intending to do. You know, all of my friends have been really loving people actually 
that, you know, that I care about a lot or more so or acquaintances though, uh, reached out to me and offered me their place, you know, to cast it or house it. And so it's been just a real gift. It's been a real gift to just see how people really do want to help, you know, and I was in a very, um, gr- I was in a very wonderful position for a number of years because I had a two bedroom apartment that I didn't necessarily need. Uh, It was a bit expensive and, you know, I did have roommates here and there, but there were a number of times where I didn't have a roommate and I had friends who needed a place to stay, you know, because they were in between places or they were in a living situation that wasn't ideal. So they just needed a few nights to stay with me. And so, you know, I was always, always happy to be able to provide that for my friends. And, but there was something for me of feeling this proudness, I guess, of having that. And I guess it was easy in that, in that position, but I have always had a pattern of not being the one that wants to reach out, you know, not wanting to impose on my friends or my family. So this challenge of mine, you know, of of letting go of my apartment and opening up to being vulnerable for my friends and saying, Hey, can I stay with you tonight? Or can I stay with you for this week? Uh, really opened me up to the opposite, you know, the other side of it being, you know, having this really true reciprocal relationship with my friends and with my family. Um, so that was, that was something that I was intending, but I, I think that it even went beyond <laughs> expectations, if I should say that I had any sort of expectation with it. Uh, and, and, you know, the other one was to, yeah, to be a little bit more uncomfortable and just see what happens in that, in that being comfortable in the uncomfortable. That's what I often say in teacher training is how can we make our students feel comfortable in the uncomfortable. There are poses that we practice at times that feel really uncomfortable or even being still in mountain pose, Tadasana, can be uncomfortable. How can we provide that space for them to explore being comfortable in the uncomfortable? And I was thinking, well, I'm starting to feel somewhat comfortable and I need to make myself a little uncomfortable. Uh, And so that's another intention just overall, not just the leaning of my friends, but just, you know, being living out of a suitcase for, and not knowing really for how long and, you know, not knowing where the next place I'm staying. And, and, uh, that part too has been a real, a real blessing too. You know, I've now have a little system and have my car packed up so well. And, you know, I have a storage unit and I go and I, you know, swap out things in a lot of ways. So yeah, it's been a it's been a really exciting, and I think I shared a bit. You know, Karina and I did our travels through Spain and Italy, and we did a couple of podcasts sharing our experience there, and that was interesting too. Traveling with you know very dear friend, but not having expectations. We both didn't really know what our travel our travel vibe was. I mean, we had a somewhat of an idea, but you never know until you really do it. Right. And we didn't have a whole thing planned. We had a structure, we had flights planned, but, and we had a couple of Airbnbs, but we really didn't have an agenda. And so traveling with somebody else, uh, was also really wonderful 
was a really wonderful experience to have, again, no expectations. There could have been times where we both could have been stressed out. And yeah, I mean, I think we both had little moments here and there, but for me, at least I can't speak for Karina, but for me to drop down and remind myself no expectations, right? Because that's what happens is when we get stressed out, it's simply because we have some sort of expectation about what that moment is supposed to feel like or, or look like, and you know, what that other person is supposed to do or how they're supposed to react. And whenever I caught myself feeling, whatever feeling it was, I just asked myself, you know, is this an expectation? Can I drop that down? And it was a really wonderful realization was, uh, I was, there was a lot of freedom to it, first of all. And then some of it was when I realized, oh, I'm feeling something. It wasn't actually even mine. <laughs> it was an energy just within the space. And I was kind of getting sucked into it and having some sort of other, something else was ex- had this expectation on me, if that makes sense. Uh, and then once I realized... I don't need to live up to that expectation because it's not even mine. It's not even an expectation for myself. Um, and I'm, I feel that I'm doing, you know, I'm in a mutual reciprocal, uh, relationship with that situation with that person. And I was under able to detangle from it. Yeah. There was a lot more freedom in that too, and how to communicate. Uh, Yeah. So a lot of really special gifts, a lot of special gifts that have come with this intention of no expectations, which I'm really grateful for. But then there were also some obstacles. And what I was really noticing was the relationships, the relationships of professional relationships, professional, and even a bit of personal relationships. In that, at times I found myself falling into my old patterns. And this really happened when I came back to the Hudson Valley. So I think that I did a pretty good job. I think there's, for me, I feel actually pretty good traveling because I have no, I have no like center in terms of this. I'm at home. This is what I feel on a daily basis. You know, this is my bed. This is my morning routine. And when I travel, all of that goes away. So I feel that that's a little bit easier for me to be free and really truly live with the no expectation thing because I have no center or anything to relate it to, really, if that makes sense. Uh, So when I came back to the Hudson Valley, I still had this intention of no expectations, but I was being challenged with some communications with other people within my professional life and my personal life. And I even was told by, you know, one or two people that I was having expectations for them. And I caught myself, I was like, oh no, (laughs) they're actually calling me out on this. I have expectations for them. And, (laughs) and I actually sat with it and was like, okay, that's the universe going, you are going back into the expectation thing, Phoebe. But then I sat with it and I was like, okay, yeah, I will hold myself accountable for it. And I really, truly looked at it and I was like, you know what? That's just what I'm asking for is just being a decent human being. (laughs) You know, we were supposed to have a conversation at a certain time and I showed up and I checked in 
and the other person didn't respond for one of the examples, didn't respond at all and responded hours later, almost like very nonchalant, like, oh, okay. Didn't realize we were really going to meet up. It's like, hmm, okay. Now maybe I have an expectation that somebody is supposed to meet me when they say that they meet me. (laughs) But isn't that just being a decent human being? (laughs) So I've been playing with this idea, right? And how to walk this line of having no expectations, but also being in a reciprocal relationship, right? In a reciprocal relationship, there is a sense, right? You do have a center in the middle of a relationship. You you put out a certain amount of energy and you receive a certain amount of energy, right? You're putting out that certain amount of energy to a person or, or a situation or a project, and that gives you back, right? It's a give and take, even balance in some way. And, you know, I think that there are times where the scale tips a little bit more to one person or one, you know, situation, and then it hopefully will skip, you know, move back. Um, Maybe it will lean over to that. And so I think that's where it is, is where that fine line between reciprocity and expectation lies, because it is, it's, you know, I'm putting out a certain amount of energy. I know you might not be able to at this time and space, but I also know it's reciprocal and you'll have my back in some time, right? So I don't really know how to go further with that. I mean, it's it's something that I think we all need to figure out for ourselves is um, what what is it that you need in a relationship? And I just mean any sort of relationship, a friendship, a professional relationship, a romantic relationship. I think it's finding your own center, right? Having some sort of baseline of what works for you, what you're in terms of how much energy you're going to put out into that relationship. And then knowing that you'll receive something that's somewhat balanced there, right? And I know that for me, I have a lot of expectations of myself, right? That's what really it comes down to, right? When we have expectations for other people, it's because we have our own expectations of ourselves and we're probably not feeling like we're living up to them, but we see it in somebody else. And then it's a lot easier to blame them rather than ourselves, right? So that's where it sort of turns the tables a bit. So when we have this moment where we catch ourselves, right? Like I had that moment with somebody where they said I had too high of expectations. I realized that is true. You know, I do have high expectations for myself in terms of my friendship because my friends are really important to me. I want to show up as much as I can. I know that in the past, I probably haven't um, for my own, you know, personal journey. Um, But now I have made it a point to be there for my friends as much as I can. Uh, and especially with this period in my life where I'm leaning on my friends, it's making me realize, oh, I really, it, they mean so much to me and I want to make sure I show up for them, you know? So, so yes, I have this baseline of what I want to put out and yeah, there is somewhat of a, an expectation there to receive that too. That's where reciprocity lies, right? But where is that moment where we can not hold the people 
accountable to a place where there's, you know, there's that discord between the two of you. So how can we decide, okay, how can we discern, okay, this is not meeting where I need to be. This is not meeting in my center of some sort, right? Um, and you have that moment where it's, you have to pause and say, okay, well, is this person been there for me in another situation, right? It might not look balanced right now. Uh, or is this person or this situation not even necessary, right? And that's another mantra I work with myself is, is it necessary? And that's where I think the line is, is am I willing to put out more energy to this person or situation and not get something back in return, right? Is, am I hitting my limit of what I can give out before I receive something back from them? Yeah. So what does that mean for you all? (laughs) I guess the question here is, what is your, what is your relationship with other people? What does that look like? Are you a giver? Are you a taker? Um, What does that look like in your professional relationships? What does it look like in your friendships and your romantic relationships and your family? And do you feel, is there any sort of discord there? Do you feel it's unbalanced at times? And be honest with yourself. Be honest if you're, if you feel that you're the taker, right? That you're receiving too much and not putting too much out. I would say maybe go through your relationships and make a little list and see if it feels balanced to you. And then if you feel that you maybe are the one that needs to give a little bit more, perhaps make a list and see what you're willing to do to step it up so that you can maintain that reciprocal relationship. And for those of the those relationships or situations that don't that don't feel balanced that you feel exhausted, depleted because you are putting so much into it and getting nothing back in return. Ask yourself, is it necessary? Right? First of all, actually before that, ask yourself, are you holding too high of an expectation? Right? Maybe you just need to stop giving so much. And then maybe you're not even giving them the space to, to, to give for you to receive, right? Cause that is also something too, that we do is that we give, 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 and we don't let ourselves even acknowledge the receive <laughs> because we don't even think that we're worthy to receive it. So ask yourself that first, is it that you're not even giving the space to receive, right? You're not even holding that space to receive. Uh, if you feel that that's the issue, issue, stay with that. But then if you feel that you're giving out so much and this person is, or this project or situation is just not giving back, ask yourself, am I holding too high of expectations? Maybe, maybe not. But if you are, right, maybe you can let go of something. Maybe there is something that you can let go, just drop it down a little bit and see if you're giving this relationship or situation a bit of a death grip, right? What can you soften it within that? And then if you feel that still that person is not meeting you, then ask if you ask yourself, is it even necessary? Is that relationship even necessary for where you are? Because maybe you need to drop that relationship or project or situation down so that you make space for something new. And that could be you <laughs> experiencing you in a whole new way. 
Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's it for today. Just a nice short one. Again, nice little check-in for you to see where you're at in terms of your own expectations in life and checking in with your relationships to see if they are somewhat reciprocal. Uh, It's been such an interesting journey for me uh, on this path of reciprocity. (laughs) And I am definitely going to be sharing more with you. I, I mean, I'm just finishing up a teacher training. Well, sort of in the middle of it, actually. We just finished up the intensive. Uh, but I have two more weeks of that, and then I'm heading to the cat skills to become a breathwork facilitator, which I think there's going to be a lot of unpacking <laughs> there, which I'm very interested to see and share with you all in some way once that happens. And then I'll be in the Hudson Valley a little bit. I'm heading to the West Coast and uh, and then Montana, and I'll be back in the fall. So You'll still be hearing from me on these podcasts. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting some really great interviews out to you soon. Uh, but yeah, enjoy, enjoy your July. Enjoy your journey of exploring whatever you're exploring, whether it's what I'm sharing with you or something else on your path. And let us know how it's all going for you. You know, share in the show notes if, if you're on um like Apple Podcasts, I think you can leave a review there. Uh, you can definitely go over to our Nomad website and write in the comments there and see, let us know how you're doing because we definitely want to know. And you know what? I would love to sit down and talk with you. If you have a story you want to share of you know, times that have been a bit challenging for you or, or tool that has been helpful for you on your path, uh, I would love to sit down and hear, hear more about that. So if you want to be here on the space in between, reach out to me. Let me know what's going on in your life and let's set up a time to connect. All right. Have a beautiful day.